All right, folks, we're back. This is the Second String Podcast presented by the Second String and the Second... Or no, this is the Detroiter. What the fuck am I saying? This is the Detroiter. All right. We're back. This is the Detroiter. Had to clear my brain, clear my tongue. Motor City Sports. Sports in the Motor City and the Motor State and the Mitten State. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. We're presented by the Second String and the SecondString.com. Folks, that might be the biggest train wreck of an intro that I've ever given. And I've given some bad intros. That was terrible. I apologize for that. I, I need to be better. I can be better and I will be better. Please excuse that. I don't know what happened. Um, I couldn't figure out the words that I wanted to say. I started, I had an idea of what it is I wanted to say. And as I spoke, as the words started to pour out of my mouth, we it's like they got T-boned by a fucking 16 wheeler. They just lost everything. I mean, you've got shards of glass. You got pieces of metal flying every which way, flying across intersections, across crosswalks. It was an ugly scene, that introduction. I won't lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell you how great I am when I just did a piss poor job. I just can't, right? That'd be disingenuous. That's not who I am. I'm man enough to own it. I did a, that was a shitty intro. Boom. There it is. You're never going to be, you might say a lot of things about me. You'll never be able to say, I don't own up to a bad job. I don't own up to a dog shit intro. That was a dog shit intro. But I think this apology, I think we, we're back on track here. The words are flowing. The cadence, the rhythm is there. I'm sure you've started to get to f- familiar if you're a longtime listener. <laughs> I say longtime listener. So if you've been listening for like less than a year, um, you would qualify as a longtime listener. If you're a longtime listener, you're probably getting used to the cadence, the rhythm, kind of how it sounds. We're there. I've hit the stroke. The stroke game is to perfection. Speaking of stroke game, Tuck coming. Speaking of Tuck coming, his arch nemesis, Jim Harbaugh, apparently staying in Ann Arbor, Michigan. What a fucking whirlwind. Like, Jim, do you want to coach in the NFL, Jim? Or do you want to coach football at Michigan? Well, I don't understand which it is because you say one thing and then you do the other. You do one thing and then you say the opposite. Apparently today he hopped on a jet this morning, national signing day. Granted, it's the winter window, so nowhere near as important as the fall national signing day, but still, nonetheless, a national signing day. Hops on a jet to sunny Minneapolis, Minnesota, goes to meet with the Minnesota Vikings. He says, word on the street, that he would like a chance to win a Super Bowl. He wants to get back to the NFL. Jim Harbaugh feels as though he's done everything he came to Michigan to do. He's ready to go back. All right, Jim. I hear you loud and clear. You can do a lot of things at Michigan. It's a great place. Ann Arbor's awesome. You cannot win a Super Bowl there. You just can't. That's It's just it is a fact of life. You can't win a Super Bowl at the University of Michigan. It's a fact. So go pursue your dreams, Jim. Be happy. Do shit that you love. That's a motto everyone should live by. And even though I might despise you, Jimbo, even though I might not even be able to stand the sight of you, I I, I believe all people, Jim Harbaugh or not, I believe all people should do shit that they love. And if that thing that you love, that shit consists of attempting to win a Super Bowl for the Minnesota Vikings – then strap on those horns, fire up the purple glitter, and let's get down to business. Took a turn. 
this Jim Harbaugh, Minnesota saga. So we've been hearing for about a month now, right? At first it was, oh, the Chicago Bears may have interest in Jim Harbaugh. Apparently Chicago never hired him or interviewed him rather. They have their head coach. They have their GM, Jim Harbaugh. He's out. Then it was the Miami Dolphins are interested in Jim Harbaugh. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, Michigan man comes out. I won't be the one to take Jim Harbaugh away from the University of Michigan. Classy move, Stephen, right? I got no ties to Stephen Ross. I didn't go there. I didn't use his business school. Classy move. Classy move. Matt Ishbia, if and when he ever owns a football team, I like to think he wouldn't hire Mel Tucker away from Michigan State. Classy move by Stephen Ross. So now Miami's out. Next thing you know, Jim Harbaugh, He's talking to the Las Vegas Raiders this week. He's going to interview with the Las Vegas Raiders. He's interested. I don't know what happened there. I don't know where that rumor came from. I don't know why it started. I can't think of a more anti-Las Vegas guy than Jim Harbaugh. And I know like Jim Harbaugh, just because he coached or if he was to coach in Las Vegas, it doesn't mean he needs to be partying and doing coke off of strippers' asses. It doesn't mean he needs to be playing the slots. I understand. Just you think of Las Vegas, it's Las Vegas. I don't think of the suburbs of Las Vegas when people say Las Vegas. <laughs> I could see Jim being a Raider guy, though. Like, he gives me some Raider vibes. He's a, He's got a little John Gruden to him, just like weirdo football guy. And I don't mean in the racist way, but like, or was, was it a homophobe or a racist, the John Gruden stuff? I can't even remember. But not in the bad way. He's got some John Gruden to him as far as weirdo, like drinks milk, sleeps over high school kickers places, um, wears the same outfit every time he coaches football games. I, he's just Jim Harbaugh. Like, he's just a fucking weird guy. Loves football, though. And not only does he love football and obviously has dedicated his life to it, but Jim Harbaugh is a unique in that he loves football in the way of we're going to hit you, we're going to have four fullbacks in the game, we're going to have three tight ends in the game, and we're going to run it directly up the middle. And if we get three yards every single play, we will win the football game. Like Jim Harbaugh loves football in that unique, fucked up, I don't want to throw it. I want to turn back the clock to 1961 and run halfback dive until the literal cows come home because the style of football I want to play, there would be cows near the football field. There would be cows that would be coming home soon that we are relying on for any milk, for any beef. Like, that's the style Jim Harbaugh wants to play. Just old school fucking football guy as it gets, leather helmet as it gets. Kind of matches up with the Raiders. I don't know what happened. I don't think he ever interviewed with the Raiders. All of a sudden, nope, the Raiders are out. And then seemingly out of the clouds, I want to say the first rumor I read, so I'm recording Wednesday, this will come out Thursday. I want to say the first rumor I read or the first thing I saw on Twitter for my or for Minnesota was Monday. May have been Monday. It might have honestly been Tuesday. All of a sudden, we're getting reports on Twitter from Wolverine insiders, like guys that follow the team, guys that have fucking whatever, like locker room press access. Jim Harbaugh to Minnesota is all but a done deal. He interviewed on Monday. He will be flying back again on Wednesday to sign the contract and take the job. He is dead set on returning to the NFL. He has informed people at Michigan. We had people tweeting, I wasn't at Schembechler Hall this week, but there were reports of Jim Harbaugh saying goodbyes and saying thank you. Like all signs pointing towards Jim Harbaugh will be leaving the University of Michigan. 
Jim Harbaugh will be the next head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. He's trading in J.J. McCarthy for Kirk Cousins. Can you blame him? He's trading in that brand-new Ferrari for a Honda Corolla. That's a Toyota. Fuck. He's trading it in for a Toyota Corolla. It's safe. It's reliable. It gets much better gas mileage. It's a little more controllable. You don't have the zip when you touch the acceleration. He's trading in JJ for Kirk is what it is. Every different strokes for different folks. It was a done deal. The jokes were flying from MSU Twitter jokes, even within Michigan Twitter, obviously the main joke being Michigan people were having a field day when LSU, or there was a rumor LSU was slightly interested in Mel Tucker. Everybody talking about, oh, that's Tuck had a good run. He had a good year run. He's spending his bye week preparing for his LSU interview. That's great. And then the tables had turned. Tucker, no LSU for him. Sure, he got fucking paid. Good for him. If you're good at something, don't do it for free. I'm referencing the Joker a lot. He got paid. No LSU for him. His offensive line coach, Kapilovich, turning down USC. All of a sudden, Michigan State's steady as a rock. We're recruiting. We're on the up and up. All is well in East Lansing. Next thing you know, we Minnesota will be the team to hire away Jim Harbaugh. Like, not even the glitz and the glamour of a Miami or even a Vegas. Or, or like a historical Harbaugh played there, the Chicago Bears. It, the fucking Vikings. It took the Minnesota Vikings to hire Jim Harbaugh away. Like, oof, that's... The Vikings, no disrespect to the Vikings, but like they're not the Packers. They're not the Bears. They're not the Dallas Cowboys, right? I think they would admit that. Like, if that's kind of tough. And then today, out of nowhere, I get home from work around 8 o'clock Eastern. Jim Harbaugh has announced, or he's informed Ward Manuel, he's informed the University of Michigan that he will be returning for the season in 2022 and he will be the head coach at Michigan football. What are we doing, Jim Harbaugh? What the fuck happened, dude? What the fuck happened? I really don't get it. So Jim Harbaugh was dead set on a return to the NFL. He's done everything he believes that he came to Michigan to do, which is beat Ohio State once. (laughs) That's kind of funny. I mean, if you're a Michigan fan, you might hate me. I don't really fucking care, but that's kind of funny. He gave that quote. I might do or I did everything I think I could beat Ohio State one time. I mean, it's funny. It's objectively funny. And I know since Harbaugh's been there, MSU's only beaten Ohio State once, which is true. I just think it's a funny quote. Fucking sue me. It is funny. But now he goes to Minnesota. He hops on the jet on National Signing Day. Everybody's reporting. Harbaugh's the, he's the Vikings. He's gone. He's done it. He's waiting. He wants the NFL. He's done. And then he comes back today with, I'm coming back to Michigan. And I saw this quote. I couldn't believe my eyes. Quote said, Jim Harbaugh spoke to Ward Manuel, said he'll be returning. Michigan's elated. Jim Harbaugh said, I will be at Michigan, or I am happy to be at Michigan as long as they'll have me. What planet are we on? Or I think it was, I want to be at Michigan as long as they have me. I mean, what kind of PR job is that? What kind of cover up an image fucking refurbishment is that as you want to be at Michigan? What do you mean? Two hours ago, you were praying Minnesota was going to come over to you with a piece of paper that had a bunch of numbers on it. What do you mean you want to be at Michigan? You were just asking to go to Minnesota. You want to be at Michigan. 
you were trying to go work in the NFL in a city that's not even in Michigan, not even the Detroit Lions. You were trying to leave the entire state, but you're happy and you want to be at the University of Michigan as long as they, they'll have you. Jim, what are we exactly talking about? I don't understand. Now, the the evident it is this. And people will say, based on all of this, oh, you can't believe the media. Harbaugh never actually said any of that. It was always the media saying that. It was just the media. Okay. Okay. Fucking whatever, dude. I, whatever. The media, the media gives quotes, these insiders, these reporters, the reason they have scoops, the reason there's breaking news, the reason like Schefter and Woj have tweets and they always come true is because somebody tells them those things. Like, do people understand that? I'm getting, the media said it, not Harbaugh. Who the fuck do you think told the media? These people in the media aren't just firing off tweets saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to say... Jim Harbaugh is set to take the Michigan job. Like a blue check mark, your job is being a journalist. You went to school to be a professional reporter. Those people aren't just firing off Jim Harbaugh's going to the Vikings tweets. They're not doing that shit willy-nilly. They're not smoking pot and firing off tweets like they're back in high school calling Jimmy Johns and then calling fucking Subway and linking the phones together. Like they're not doing any of that shit. This is their job. They're pros. Nobody takes themselves more seriously than a journalist covering a sports team. For some reason, nobody takes themselves more seriously. You think they're just sitting around like, this would be funny. (laughs) Like Beavis and Butthead just firing off Jim Harbaugh rumors. That's not the case. They're not pulling shit out of thin air. Oh, maybe the Vikings? They didn't have a premonition while they were sleeping last night saying, oh, skull, skull, Harbaugh to the Vikings. That's not happening. Somebody, whether it was Jim Harbaugh, whether it's Jim Harbaugh's PR assistant, whether it's someone within the University of Michigan, I don't know. You don't know. We will never know. The only person that does know is the person that said it and the reporter who received the tip. Somebody told these reporters that Jim wants to go back to the NFL. Somebody told these reporters that Jim feels that he's accomplished everything he did or wanted to at Michigan. Somebody told reporters that Jim Harbaugh hopped on a plane on national signing day today to go to Minnesota to accept the job as the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. These didn't appear out of thin air, dog. You know when you lost shit when you were when you lost the t-shirt or you lost like a game and your mom's like, did it grow legs and walk away? These fucking rumors didn't grow legs and appear out of thin air, dude. Somebody told these reporters. It can be true. They both can be true that somebody told these reporters those things. And these reporters either A have dog shit sources or B did a bad job or they got bamboozled. Who knows? But they these reporters aren't just making things up. What most likely happened, and by most likely, I mean for sure fucking happened, is this. Jim Harbaugh got that Vikings interview because he did, in fact, and does, in fact, want to go back to the league. He got the Vikings interview. They gave him the interview. He probably thought it went well. It probably did go well. I'm surprised, to be honest, that the Vikings didn't give him the job. But that is exactly what happened. He flew back today expecting... They're going to offer me. I'm going to accept the, accept the job on the spot. And I am the fucking, I'm the head coach of the Vikings starting today. Well, 
all his PR people, all his buddies were telling the journalists that turns out Minnesota, not quite hot on Harbaugh, right? He thought Jim Harbaugh thought he was the 10 out of 10. Jim Harbaugh thought he's the captain of the cheer team. No, Jim. No, 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 Jim. No, Jim. You're the girl with the glasses who puts fireworks and pumpkins for fun. Like, you're not the captain of the cheer team. Minnesota's got someone else in mind. Jim Harbaugh hopped off the plane today. They hung out for a few hours, and Minnesota said, thanks, Jim, but no thanks. Enjoy another season at Michigan. Hopefully you can beat Ohio State again. See ya. The Jets right there. Minnesota said no. Minnesota didn't give him the job. Jim Harbaugh fully expected to get the job offer. He fully expected to accept the job, and he didn't. So these messages, these reporters, everybody's trying to outscoop the other. Everyone's trying to be the first person to break the Jim Harbaugh to Minnesota story. And they that was Jim Harbaugh's intention. These This idea that he was going to take the Minnesota job isn't fake. It didn't come out of the clouds. That was Jim Harbaugh's intention was to go be the head coach of the Vikings. And they said no. So then the reporters looked dumb. Jim Harbaugh says, well, fuck, I'm not going to retire. I'm not going to go home and sit on my couch. Yeah, I guess I'll go back to Michigan. Whatever. I'll always have Ann Arbor. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'll go back to Michigan. Like, what What are they going to do? Get rid of me? Pfft. Nah, I'll go back there. Yeah, it's a good plan B. It's a good second option. And that's exactly what happened. Michigan was elated to be his second option, right? Better than no option. Um, Jim Harbaugh, for whatever reason, said, as long as Michigan will have me, I want to be here. Just a lie, like a blatant lie. I don't know why he said that. Um, and then apparently, to to top it off, the creme de la creme, Jim Harbaugh said, or was it was it or Jim Harbaugh said to Ward Manuel, the AD, that this song and dance, the NFL carousel, won't be happening anymore. What, Jim? He said it's not going to be a consistent pattern, Jim. You've been linked to NFL jobs every fucking year. You've been the head coach at Michigan. Every single offseason, it's Jim Harbaugh. Is he going to take the Colts job? Jim Harbaugh, is he going to take the Niners job? Every single fucking year since you started at Michigan. And this year you were flying around doing interviews. This year you're leaking that you're taking a job in Minnesota. But we're supposed to believe next year, (laughs) next year you're not going to do the same shit. Because guess what? Next year, I don't know if NFL teams called him, which makes me wonder about all of this. Who knows if the Bears ever called him? Who knows if the Raiders or the Vikings or the or the Dolphins? The Vikings did. Who knows if those other three teams ever called him? As far as we know now, it was just the Vikings. He talked to the Vikings. The Vikings were the only chance he ever had, and they said no. Who knows if anyone will call him next year? But I do know one thing. There will be tweets and there will be reports that the Indianapolis Colts are showing interest in Jim Harbaugh. The Philadelphia Eagles have reached out to Jim Harbaugh. I do know that. And if if this year is any precursor where these teams aren't reaching out, guess what? Those rumors are starting somewhere. Those rumors are starting somewhere. If it's not starting with the Chicago Bears, got to be starting with Jim Harbaugh. You're telling me this won't happen again next year? My ass. The funniest part about all of it is just it was a ridiculous month, the whole song and dance, coming off Michigan's best season in forever, right? Winning the Big Ten, beating Ohio State, college football playoff. And the immediate offseason has all been Jim Harbaugh connected to different dog shit NFL teams. It's been hilarious. Not dog shit NFL teams. Vikings are solid. 
Dolphins. I guess the Raiders were in the playoffs, but I just always think they're dog shit. Bears are dog shit. This whole offseason off the biggest win ever or the biggest season ever has just been, what job is Jim Harbaugh going to go to the NFL? And then he comes back because he didn't get a job. And people are saying, I made the video. People are going, oh, he turned the Vikings down. He wants to come back to Michigan. He was just leveraging the Vikings job against getting, you know, getting Michigan to increase NIL support and bump up his salary and this and that. My fucking dick, dog. My fucking ass, bro. He wanted the job. He wanted to go live in Minneapolis. He wanted to be a part of the Vikings organization. And they said no. So he's, he said, you know what? I always got Michigan. I'll go, I can go back to Michigan. They'll have me there. What are the, what are the, what's Michigan going to do? Say no. Michigan going to get rid of Jim Harbaugh? No fucking chance. They're not going to get rid of me. They'll never get rid of me. Those people worship me. He said Michigan's a nice plan B. I'm going to try out this NFL thing one more time. I'm going to take one more swing. I want to win a Super Bowl. Michigan will always have me. They'll be a nice plan B. They'll be there. We'll see what happens. That's exactly what he said. Whether you want to face it as a Michigan fan or not, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. You don't hop on a jet on National Signing Day. Meanwhile, every Michigan insider is tweeting Harbaugh to Minnesota is a done deal. That shit doesn't all happen unless you are sold that you are going to Minnesota. So why do you come back, Jim? Why does Jim come back and say, I want to be at Michigan as long as they'll have me, when that's just not fucking true? Michigan's wanted Harbaugh this entire time, and this entire time Harbaugh's wanted fucking Minnesota. Harbaugh's wanted something in the NFL. You want Michigan as long as they have you? No, you don't. That's a lie, Jim. No, you don't. You just wanted Minnesota. You just got off the plane. You sent that tweet the moment you landed on your private jet back from visiting with the Minnesota Vikings in hope that they would offer you a job. No, you don't, Jim. That's the craziest part to me. Like the whole song and dance and this whole saga, especially the fact that it's year over year, Harbaugh to the NFL, Harbaugh to the NFL. And now this year he's finally interviewing and there's finally reports saying, oh, oh, he's going. And then you have the balls. You tweet. I want to be at Michigan as long as they'll have me. That just doesn't make sense. That does not make a lick of sense. Yeah, I want to come to your party. I want to come to your party, but I, I just didn't show up. Yeah, I want to hang out with you, but I'm never going to text you back. I'm never going to call you. I'll actually never see you, but I do want to hang out. As long as you want to hang out, I want to hang out. But we'll never see each other. Jim, don't lie. It's okay. You wanted to go to the NFL. They didn't want you. You had Michigan on the back burner. And what's Michigan going to do? Upgrade? They can't. They'll wait for you till the cows come home. A lot of cows come home fucking analogies today. Or not even analogies. Comparisons? I don't know. Figure of speech is probably the best term. But but you want to be at Michigan as long as they have you. That's horseshit. I find it funny. Like, Michigan fans now are in a weird spot where I agree. What are you going to do? Who are you going to get? <clears throat> you should be happy as a Michigan fan that Harbaugh's back building off last season. He is the best option out there. Like you want to get Matt Campbell over him. I don't know about that. Matt rule over him. I don't know about that. Like anybody you throw Dan and I don't know about that. 
you want any of those guys over Jim Harbaugh? Really? Are you sure? Like, you should want Harbaugh back if you're a Michigan fan. He just did what you've been waiting for him to do for seven years. Like, he has the most positive momentum he's had since his second, third year. He just beat Ohio State. He just won the Big Ten. He's been recruiting. He got a great recruiting class. He has what should be an elite quarterback that's going to be a sophomore this year that hopefully, if you're a Michigan fan, takes him to the next level. You should want Harbaugh back. And at the same time, this fucking guy just lied in your motherfucking face, dude. He just lied to your face. And Michigan people pride themselves. We're can't read, can't write. We're so much smarter than everybody. We are a prestigious academic university. That's sweet. You guys are really smart. You have incredible intelligence for sure. Your head football coach that you worship and you're going to cheer on and you're going to defend for the next 12 months, that guy, he just lied to your fucking face because he knows that's how stupid you are. He knows that he can go interview by AM. He can interview in Minnesota and be ha- have his fingers crossed that they offer him a job. And by the PM say, oh, I've always wanted to be at Michigan as long as Michigan wants me. And he knows you'll fucking eat it up. That's insulting that he would say that. Honest to God, that's insulting. Like, how could you look at Jim Harbaugh the same way going into next season? It's great that he won the Big Ten. It's great that he gave you the memories of this past season. This guy just looked you in the eyes and said, boop, I don't really give a fuck. Here's the bird. I don't really give a fuck. I wanted to go to the league. But guess what? You won't do shit if I want to come back. Boop. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to tell you that I actually do want to be at Michigan, even though next year, hopefully I get a different NFL job. Boop. Fuck yourselves. You're idiots. You'll lead it up and you won't do shit because you can't because I'm Jim Harbaugh and because you're little sheep that are going to follow me anyway. Like Jim Harbaugh, that's disrespectful to Michigan fans. I wouldn't want a guy coaching Michigan State that doesn't want to be there. That's almost like the pro. If there was a pro to the whole controversy or not even controversy, but rumor mill of Mel Tucker and LSU this past fall where it's like, oh, shit. Is he going to interview at LSU? Like if LSU calls, is he like, he's gone, right? Blah, 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 blah. All of that shit, all the media, all these reports. The one pro to that is you make it through the other side. And now I'm sitting here chilling, dog. If I had a cigar, I'd smoke it. Also, if I was allowed to smoke inside of my apartment, I'd smoke it. But now I'm chilling. I know Mel Tucker wants to be here. I know Mel Tucker wants to be at state. That's not even a question. I know Mel Tucker is all in on building a champion in East Lansing. I know it. So next year, when more jobs become available, won't give a fuck. The year after that, won't give a fuck. The year after that, won't give a fuck. I know what Mel Tucker's about, and I know it's Michigan State. Jim Harbaugh now, you know he's not about Michigan like that. He did what he had to do. He did what he wanted to do. Seven years, and he won a big time. Boom, there you go. First one in 20. And now he's ready to go back to the league. But he just looked you in the fucking eyes after getting denied from Minnesota and said, no, I want to be at Michigan. It's not that I I got rejected by them. I want to be here. Yeah, no. No, it's cool. It's like you go try and sit at the popular kids' table for lunch, and they're like, get the fuck out of here, nerd. And then you go back to your nerd friends, and you're like, hey, what's up, guys? No, you, you were always my real friends. It's like 21 Jump Street. That's literally the fucking plot of 21 Jump Street. Like, that shit. Bro, that that sits right. That can't sit right, at least with some. I mean, I'm sure some Michigan fans are like, whatever, win games, I don't give a fuck. 
which fair, fair enough. If he does win games, if he comes out this year and beats State, beats Ohio, wins the Big Ten, all will be forgotten, all will be forgiven. But where it stands right now, like you feel the same way about Harbaugh. He just interviewed at Minnesota, got denied, and he fucking told you off that, I want to be at Michigan. When he doesn't, when his actions directly contradict that, and he expects you to buy it, not even bat an eye and keep on supporting. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. As a state fan, I don't know. I, I can't say I'm happy. He, like, I'm happy he's back at Michigan because he's great for Michigan. Like, he fits U of M perfectly. He's a character. He's funny to talk about. He makes me hate Michigan. Um, and he will be competitive. Michigan will be competitive. The games will be more interesting. On the flip side, I'd like to beat Michigan by a thousand every time Michigan State plays them. I think Michi- I think if Harbaugh had left Michigan, they'd be in a very tough spot right now. I don't know who they'd replace him with. I think they would have lost recruits. I think they'd kind of be in the same exact spot MSU was when D'Antonio dipped out of nowhere. I think it would have been bad. I think there would have been an opportunity for these next year, two, three years to be very, very dark for Michigan football, which I would have fucking loved. I would have, it would have been a blast for me to watch that go down. Meanwhile, Mel Tucker is just churning in East Lansing. So as a state fan, I'm indifferent. I like the competitive aspect. I like that Michigan being bad is funny to me. I think they'll be good with Harbaugh. I do. I know Michigan State fans are like, yay, seven more years. Now we can beat them some more. I'd rather you guys not have Harbaugh because odds are 99% chance if he goes to Minnesota, the next guy won't be as good as Jim Harbaugh, which means Michigan State will have more success. Is what it is, though. Harbaugh's back. Quick break. Mel Tucker's got four-star from Iowa, pass rusher. I just want to talk a little Mel Tucker. Ten minutes, maybe? We'll be right back. Mel Tucker, top 150 prospect, four-star defensive end, Andrew Diapape. I don't – the name's ridiculous. It's like Paella, but with a D in there, Diapape. Don't know what it is. Depape, what I'll call him Depops. Maybe we'll just call him Pops. Pass rusher from Iowa, four-star, top 150 player, game changer. I, I don't want to say program changer because that's like Dante Moore, the five-star QB. But things are changing, dude. Like, I make these videos about Michigan State. A lot of the traction I've gotten on the TikTok, and I'm sure why some of you are listening, because you've seen the MSU videos, you're a State fan, you like them, whatever. And the thing is, like, when I make the videos, for sure, I'm trying to be funny. For sure, I'm being a little over the top. For sure, I'm being entertaining or trying to. But the thing is, like, I'm serious, though. Like Mel Tucker is changing what Michigan State football is. And I get the haters on there that are like, oh, you're such a slappy. Oh, Michigan State will never do this. They'll never do that. Like, bro, it's a, like you think I'm being ridiculous. You think I'm biased for sure. That's fine. I'm a fan. I'm not a fucking journalist. What Mel Tucker's doing, he's changing Michigan State football as we know it. He's doing things that don't happen at Michigan state and he's still, this is the scariest part. He's still just beginning. Like people already seem to have forgotten, which is crazy to me. They were supposed to be ass this past season. 
They won 11 and two. They were supposed to be ass this year. Michigan State won 11 and two and had what should have been a Heisman candidate and the Walter Camp winner. They should have been, they won 11 and two. They were projected to be one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. Meanwhile, the entire reason, the entire, the, the perception, the persona, and the strategy behind bringing Mel Tucker in is, hey, we won with D'Antonio. It was great. He found, you know, unsung heroes, right? Turned them into studs. Le'Veon Bell, Joe Batchy, Kirk Cousins, Connor Cook, whatever. The list goes forever. Let's try a guy who recruits elite talent. Let's try a guy who doesn't need to dig for the hidden gems. He sees the shiniest diamond in the shop, and he's like, yeah, I'll fucking take it. Let's go with that guy. That's Mel Tucker's thing. He's barely had time to recruit. Class of 2022, ranked, coincidentally, 22 overall. Highest we've had in seven years. The class of 2023 will be his first full recruiting cycle at Michigan State. The first class of kids where, A, he's been the coach for the season before, the season he's recruiting off of, which is this past season, and B, he's allowed to host kids on campus and do what he does best, which is actually fucking recruit for the first time he'll be able to do it for an entire year. Class of 22, he had to start in June. He got to host those kids on campus for like four, five, six months, maybe. These kids, the class of 23, everybody's coming for a full year round. Now he has a little bit of a basis to work off. He's not just selling the what Michigan State will be. He's selling what Michigan State is. He's selling what they saw with their own two eyes play out on the field last year. He's selling, yeah, dude, I just hired this guy who trains every single NFL defensive end you've ever heard of. Yeah, he works for us now, so you should come and he'll coach you. And, you know, if he's trading Von Miller, if he's trading TJ Watt, training, he probably, you know, knows a thing or two. He'll probably have some tips, little advice that could get you to the league. He's hiring that guy. Like, we hired a CEO, dude. We didn't just hire a football coach. Mel Tucker is a CEO. Mel Tucker is a visionary of how rebuilding this thing is going to go. It's not just recruiting. And he's proven that. He proved that already with Kenneth Walker. We're going to hit the portal. We're going to get day one ready college athletes. We're going to get a stud linebacker that's at UNLV, tired of playing in front of 50 fans in the middle of the desert. Nobody cares about their games. Come to Michigan State. We'll put you in the prime time. You'll play Michigan State or Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. It's going to be fucking awesome. We'll win a bunch of games. You might even fuck around and win a big time. Oh, you didn't like it? You didn't like it at Mississippi State? All right, cool. Come play for us. Oh, you're Florida defensive end, top 100 recruit, pass rusher. Yeah, I recruited you to Florida, didn't I? Or I recruited you to Georgia, but you chose Florida. Why don't you come up? You don't like Florida? Come up to Michigan State, dude. Like, he's revolutionizing the game. Mel Tucker almost invented the transfer portal. Nobody's utilized it like him. And once again, this next crop, all elite prospects, maybe not elite, but all very good prospects, that he just flipped the switch and brought into Michigan State. But finally... This class of 23, he's finally able to flex his biggest muscle. Get your head out of the gutter. He's finally able to flex his muscle of recruiting. He's finally able to go to high school kids and say, yeah, no big deal. I'm 2-0 against Michigan. Uh, we won 11-2 last year. Our running back should have been a Heisman finalist. Um, we played in one of the most watched games in the nation. Um, we have fucking sweet 
jerseys. We have a bunch of – we actually just set up an NIL program where it just makes it easier for you to connect with businesses. Um, what else? Why else? Give me another 50 reasons you should come to Michigan State. Like, now he can actually recruit – and he said it in that video. There's a clip of him that floats around on the internet. Once we get him on campus, once they can feel the vibe and feel the energy and see what we're about, some of these guys are going to commit. And it's coming true. This kid, Diapape from Iowa, wasn't Michigan State wasn't on the radar like two weeks ago. Now he's coming to Michigan State. He's a game changer. He's a guy that you need those guys to beat Michigan consistently. You need guys like him to beat the Ohio States of the world. Top 150 player, check, elite talent. Top 150 player, you can play football at any school in the country. You will be a starter at any school in the country. You will have a good chance of going to the NFL from any school in the country. Top 150, check. Critical position, pass rusher, check. Literally the definition of how you beat Ohio State with elite pass rushers, elite four-man rush. Look at what Michigan did. Yeah, they ran the ball down their face all game. But why'd they, why were they successful defensively for the first time in ages? Because Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo were in C.J. Strouds for four fucking quarters. Andrew DePape, come to Michigan State. Be the first elite pass rusher that we produce and send to the NFL. All right, but you need an elite pass rush. Mel Tucker just got an elite talent at a critical position. Critical positions, defensive end, quarterback, running back if you're Kenneth Walker and you're elite. Like, you get elite talent at certain positions. It changes the ceiling of your team. You get an elite guard. You get an elite cornerback. All right, that's great. They're not they're not elevating your team like an elite pass rusher, like an elite quarterback. They're not just – it's just not the same. Like, Mel Tucker, it's the highest recruit MSU has pulled – out of state in seven years. And it's just the beginning. It's the fourth recruit in this class. Like just that they're going to take what, like 18, 20 kids just the beginning. And guess what else? Got four kids in this class. Now three of them are four stars. One of them is a three star, but he's a top 400 player. He's close to a four star. He's damn close. Other kids look at it and go, oh, shit, Michigan State's got a pretty sweet class. Only four guys, but they're pretty sweet. They're ranked eighth in the country. Eighth. Lots going to change before the end. They're ranked eighth right now. Eight. The only teams with four-person classes ahead of them are Texas A&M, who just had the number one class, and Ohio State, who's always in the top three. We're ranked eighth. Michigan State, two years ago, recruiting a top 10 class was unheard of. Nobody would believe you. And it's why the skeptics exist. It's why I make the video saying Mel Tucker's changing things and people come run into the comments saying, Michigan State will never recruit like that. Michigan State will never be able to compete with Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State. Guess what, dude? They are. It's time. The class of 2023, it's going to be elite. The class of 2023, I think it's going to be a top 10 class. The class of 2023 might just be better than Penn State's. It might fucking be better than Michigan's. Who knows? The class of 2023 is going to be Mel Tucker's statement. And it's only going to go up from there. He's going to land a five-star eventually. 
He's going to land a guy like Dante Moore. He might just fuck around and land Dante Moore. Five-star QB, program changer. Talk about elevating your ceiling. Program changer. Mel Tucker is going to get these guys. He's going to get more top 150, top 200 players. Michigan State's team, the same team that just won 11-2 and two this year in his second year in a season they were supposed to be ass. That team's going to have NFL players on it sooner rather than later. It's going to be 22 guys, and I don't know, 10 of them are going to be going to the NFL sooner rather than later. What do we have this year? Naylor's going to go to the league, maybe. Kenneth Walker, for sure. Connor Hayward, maybe. Three guys, max. Three guys going to go to the league this year? Or get drafted? Mel Tucker is going to build a team where there's 10 guys getting drafted. He just went 11 and 2, beat Michigan for the second time, was playing meaningful games in November, went into Columbus, into the shoe. We don't talk about that game, but went there with a chance to win the Big Ten, a year they were supposed to be ass, and he hasn't even begun to upgrade the roster. Yeah, he kicked in Kenneth Walker. Yeah, we added some freshmen that contributed. He hasn't even begun to harvest the talent he will. Like Kenneth Walker, that was the one guy he got. He got he got one critical player and it changed a lot of things. What happens when he gets eight critical players? What happens when he gets 12 critical players? What happens when 80% of the guys that start on our team were four-star recruits? What happens then? That's what I've been saying since this fucking season started. What happens when Michigan State, a team that's won Big Tens, a team that's found success recently, a team it's been a long time, but had found success against Ohio State with random three stars, with guys ranked in the six and seven hundreds, with guys who only had MAC offers. What happens when Michigan State starts putting out rosters that are primarily four star kids? What happens to Michigan? What happens when Michigan State's their receivers could have gone to Ohio State, could have gone to Michigan, could have gone to Penn State, but they chose Michigan State? What happens when our team is made up of that of those kids, of high end talent across the board, not just two or three or four guys like this year? Jaden Reed, high end. Naylor, high end. Kenneth Walker, obviously high end. Cal Halliday, maybe high end. But after that, I don't know. Is there a ton of high-end guys? Maybe Peyton Thorne. I don't even know if I'd call him high-end. What happens? They went 11-2 and two with like eh, four or five high-end guys generously. What happens when it's like 15, 16 high-end guys? That's what I'm saying. Mel Tucker's doing it. He did it today. This Diapape kid, that's new. That doesn't happen to Michigan State traditionally. And it's only the fucking beginning. Mel Tucker is doing something special. Michigan fans might be celebrating. They're definitely talking. There's, you know, Harbaugh's the guy in the news. Harbaugh, oh, he's coming off the reigning Big Ten champions. What's He's got a recruiting class. What's he going to do next year? Meanwhile, Mel Tucker is building something in East Lansing that we've never seen before. They're leveraging NIL. They're leveraging just the fact that Michigan State is an unbelievable place. The brand is sick. The fans are unbelievable. There's money behind it. He is leveraging himself, the fact that he knows what the fuck he's doing and how to win. 
Mel Tucker is changing what Michigan State football is. He's changing it from pretty good football school. Like they'll pop up every couple of years with real good teams. People kind of care too. No, we're going to fight for the Big Ten every single year and we're going to start winning it. We're going to fight for every high-end recruit in the Midwest, in Texas, in Florida, in California. If you're a good football player, we'll come find you. If you're a great football coach, people want to play for you, we'll get you on the staff. Mel Tucker is changing Michigan State football. He is, and today was evidence. Okay, folks, that's all I got this week. That's all I got today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Thursday, Friday, whenever you're listening. Hopefully you have a great day, great weekend ahead. Um, get some rest. Huge Super Bowl next week. I'm sure I'll do a Stafford episode and Valentine's Day. So, you know, if you're not me and you talk to girls, good luck with that. In the meantime, we'll be back on the second string pod tomorrow, and then we'll be back on this feed next week. Check out the YouTube videos. I'm posting YouTube videos now. The second string is the name of the channel, so check those out. That's all I got. Appreciate the love, the support, um, the people who, you know, consume the podcasts, the TikToks, buy the shirts, share it, all that good stuff. I, it's the support I need. That's all I have. So appreciate you guys. Have a good weekend.